Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me this week. Today I want to talk about something that I'm experiencing right now, and I think that's always the best time to talk about it because I'm using all of my tools right now for this particular situation, and that is what your ego does when you start a new business. Now, I'm sure that if you've ever started a business, you will be able to relate to this, and I bet a number of you are in the process right now of either thinking about starting a business or actually starting one. And some of you may be like, wait a minute, Brittany, you already have a business. You already have an online business. It's true, but it is a completely different business than what I am starting right now, which is my courage coaching business. And starting something new is so terrifying for our ego. I've talked a lot about the ego in the past, and I just want to remind you that the ego is basically your monkey brain, your human part. And if you want to learn more about the ego, you can go back to my episodes specifically on that topic. So basically, I am super clear on what I'm meant to be doing in the world since I came out of my cancer journey. And I talk about that in last week's episode in more detail. And now that I know what I'm meant to be doing, I'm going all in on it. And that is causing my ego to freak the F out, you guys. (laughs) Like nothing I've ever experienced. And knowing what I know, I realize that this is a sign that I'm exactly on the right track. So what do I mean by that? Well, our fear acts as a compass. When you feel really, really afraid of something, like there's some action that you want to take, but there's just a ton of nerves around it. You get really activated. And what I mean by activated is you get shaky, you get sweaty palms, You get nervous when you think about it. That is a sign that this thing you're thinking about doing is outside your comfort zone. And very often, it is the exact thing you need to do to expand and grow at this point in your life. Because growth doesn't happen inside our comfort zone. Growth happens in the new. It happens in the unknown. The new and the unknown are very uncomfortable for our ego, for our nervous system. Because I have this relationship with fear where I know that if I lean into it and let it move through me, that it's actually going to point me in the right direction, in the next best step for me. I am leaning into all the fear that I'm experiencing right now. And It's so different than the fear I experienced with the cancer, because when you get a cancer diagnosis, of course you're going to be terrified. Like, everyone understands that, right? You can turn to anyone and say, I'm scared to death right now, I just got diagnosed with cancer, and they're going to get that, you know? It's a whole different can of worms 
when you're looking at starting a business. It's a whole different type of terror. And it's a terror that people kind of side eye you for. Like, wait a minute. Why, why are you so scared? You know, people don't fully understand what you're talking about when you say that you're terrified because you're starting a business. And so it's been this interesting process of my logical brain being like, why am I scared? I shouldn't be scared. This isn't scary. This is exciting. And then my nervous system being like, oh yeah, this is terrifying. Are you crazy? (laughs) And knowing that I need to lean into the fear, even if my logical mind can't quite understand why I'm so scared. So how am I leaning into the fear? First of all, I've been letting myself feel it completely. And that involves a ton of crying. Like nobody told me that when you start your business in earnest, that you're going to like cry every day without fail. So I've been leaning into the fear, letting myself cry. I've been doing a lot of nervous system regulation, and I've talked about that on here a little bit, but I'm going to mention just a few things that are working really well for me right now. Um, Chest thumping, which is basically you take the bony part of your palm and you thump it against your sternum, against your chest. And what that does is it resets your vagus nerve. Nervous system regulation, a lot of it is about resetting your vagus nerve. So I've been doing a lot of chest thumping. I've been doing a lot of breathing exercises. And if you're interested in learning more about how to calm your nervous system and reset your vagus nerve, uh, head to the show notes and sign up for my mailing list because I actually send out a freebie that shows you how to calm your nervous system when you subscribe to my newsletter. So go ahead and do that. So breathing exercises. I've been doing cold showers. So there's there's resetting the vagus nerve, but then there's also moving the adrenaline through your body once it's come up. Once you've had that surge of adrenaline, it's been released. There it is. It's flowing through your veins. You want to move it through your body quicker, or at least I do. I like to move it through faster. And an easy way to sort of get that adrenaline moved through you is exercise of some kind. For me, that's usually taking a long, brisk walk outside. It feels good to get the fresh air also, so it's good for my mood. But also it helps push that adrenaline through my system so that my nervous system comes down from like an activated state to a more neutral state again. I've also been listening to subliminal messages before I go to sleep. I don't hear a lot of people using these, and they are super powerful. I feel like when you hear about them in pop culture, you hear about them being used to like manipulate people, but you can use them to your advantage. A subliminal message is a message you can't consciously hear, but your subconscious can pick up on it. So it'll sound to your conscious mind, it just sounds like music but there's messages being played just low enough volume that only your subconscious picks it up. And these can be extremely powerful in calming your nervous system, in reprogramming your subconscious to believe that what you're doing is safe. So I've been listening to those before bed. They're very powerful before bed. And I actually make those for myself. There are subliminal messages that you can find, but I like, I like to make them for myself. And it's something that I also offer 
to my clients. I can make subliminal messages for them. So those are sort of the more physical tools I've been using. Oh, an emotional freedom technique. Tapping, if you've heard of that, I've been, I've been using that a lot as well. So those are the physical techniques I've been using to sort of deal with my physical nervous system fear reaction that's been acting up right now. I have also then been doing work with my mind. You kind of want to hit this from many different angles. With my mind, I want to kind of figure out why am I having this fear response? Like, why is this coming up for me? What do I believe subconsciously that is causing this experience of starting my new business to be so scary, to feel so dangerous? That's been a really interesting process. I usually sit down with my journal to do this work and just ask myself, okay, why do I think I'm feeling this fear? And then what would I have to believe to feel this fear? And as I write out these questions, I just start free writing whatever comes to mind. And it's interesting how I've followed this back to essentially feelings of unworthiness and fears around money and fears around success with money. For me, that makes total sense because I grew up in a home where money was a very touchy topic. It was a very charged topic. I had a lot of experiences as a child with my parents where money actually felt became dangerous to me. It began to feel dangerous. This is all coming up as I start a business that, of course, will be bringing in money. That's how I've I've worked through it with my mind. Now, for me, and I'm sure for everyone listening here, because this is the nature of the podcast, I also like to work with the spiritual element of what's going on, the energetics of what's going on. And let me tell you, I have been feeling this in my solar plexus chakra And that makes total sense because that is your confidence chakra. That is your ego chakra. It's the chakra that says, I can do this. When I say that I've been feeling it in my solar plexus chakra, the way that I tap into that is I spend a few minutes. You don't this doesn't take very long. Just sit down cross-legged or in a chair. I close my eyes. I breathe deeply for a few breaths. And then I just start to scan my body and I just start to notice where I'm feeling tension or discomfort in my body. Let me tell you, lately it is that solar plexus every time and your solar plexus is located just below your rib cage and above your belly. So basically where your diaphragm is. And yeah, I've been feeling it there so intensely. And so what I do to work with that, that energy I am a Reiki practitioner, so I do Reiki on myself. Reiki is energy work, and it essentially helps to clear out energetic blocks. And of course, I've been feeling this energetic block, so I've been doing Reiki on myself. I have also been listening to healing frequencies for the solar plexus, and you can find these on YouTube. You could probably find them on Spotify if you just Google solar plexus healing sound. And basically what this is, is it's music that's tuned to a certain frequency that can specifically target your solar plexus and allow your solar plexus to 
unblock, allow that, that blocked energy to move out. So I've been doing that as well. And I can feel as I'm listening to these frequencies, I can actually feel that sort of tension in my solar plexus relax. And I've been asking my guides for signs much more often than I usually do, because that allows them to communicate with me. And when they communicate with me through signs, I feel so much more confidence in the moves forward that I'm making. I've been definitely asking for signs, using my tarot and oracle cards. And you want to be careful with this because you don't want to get into obsessively pulling cards when you're afraid. And it's very easy to get into that energy of, oh, I'm just going to pull cards and they'll give me an answer. But once a day, I've been very sure to pull cards for myself so that I can allow messages to come in from my guides. Because when you're in fear, it is harder to hear your guides. It's harder to hear your intuition, which I talked about last week. And so one one little cheat you can use when you're in that fear is you can pull cards. But again, you just don't want to overdo it. So I've been pulling cards and I've received some powerful messages that way that have been very, very helpful for me. One more big, big physical piece to this is that I have not stopped taking action towards the scary thing. The scary thing is starting the business. Now I've slowed it down in the days that I'm really afraid. I take baby steps. You know, it doesn't have to be huge action steps every single day. I'm not making big decisions when I'm in that fear state, but I'm not stopping my action. I'm continuing to take at least a baby step every single day. Because if I stop my action, then I'm actually freezing myself in this fear state and heading back into my comfort zone. And that means that I'm going to have to start all over again when I decide to go for the scary thing again. So I'm not stopping my action taking, my inspired action taking, and I'm not stopping my momentum. And I think that's really key too. This is something that I've learned over the years. In the past, when I started my travel blog business, I did stop many times when these experiences came up. And what I've learned from that experience is, like I said, stopping means that I'm going to have to start this whole process over again and go through all of this same fear again when I'm ready to move again. So don't stop your inspired action. Continue taking baby steps. And it can be actually helpful to write down in your journal a series of like eight to 10 baby steps that you can take towards the scary thing when you're in a state of fear, like really simple, small things. Like I'm going to put up this one Instagram post or I'm going to work on this one email that I'm planning to send out or, you know, just small little things that signal to the universe and to your ego that we are still doing this. We're just slowing it down a little bit to calm our nervous system and to respect the fear that's coming up. So I'm going to be teaching this and so much more in my upcoming program, the Courageous Transformation Academy. This is going to be 
a group coaching experience, and it's going to cover dealing with fear in any area of your life, how fear shows up, how to change your relationship with fear, how to work through it. And you'll have me coaching you through the process the whole way. And let me tell you, having that help is huge. It's huge. Instead of trying to figure it all out for yourself like I did. So if you would like to get on the waitlist for that program, the space is going to be very limited and I've put the waitlist down in the notes. There's no obligation being on the waitlist. You will just be the first to be notified when enrollment opens. Thank you so much for listening. If you got value out of this podcast, please share it, write a review, tell your friends about it. I am so grateful for every single one of you listening. Thank you so much, and I will speak with you soon.